Welcome to the Less Trodden Path podcast, a dedication to untangling the world in a raw and honest way, following your gut and your dreams, no matter what they may be. Often they are different to what is known as the norm, a step out of the comfort zone, the path less tread. We are here to help inspire you to take your own path by sharing both our own journey and the stories of others too making it clear along the way that anyone can do it, whatever it may be. With all the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the pretty, the ugly included. Dreams take time, but if you put your all into it, time doesn't mean anything. This week, we speak to our first van life friends and current park up neighbours, Beth and Jake. Two huge adventurers with a passion for travel, photography and living the less trodden path. They share their stories from buying and living in a camper van at the ripe young age of 16, to meeting in New Zealand after quitting the university and job path that was simply not meant to be, and travelling new countries together just weeks into knowing each other, alongside the moment when 10 New Zealand dollars and an apple is all they owned. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did, and are as inspired by both as we have been with their live in the moment motto. Here is Beth and Jake's very own Less Trodden Path. I'll be spending all my time living out my bucket list. Just talking about different inspirational books that we've read, eh? Yeah. My mother munches marshmallows. Is that your Well, you said that about the right time. (laughs) (laughs) You always come across as a freak on my Instagram stories. (laughs) Look at this. Mother munches marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> What's another one that's good? Let's have a good warm up here, boys. You don't need a warm up. The toffee one. Mm. Peter Piper. Bob's got a head pickle. like a ping pong ball. Bob's got a head like a ping pong ball. Bob's got a head like a ping pong ball. Like a ping, like a ping pong ball. Like a ping, like a ping pong ball. Like a ping, like a ping, like a ping pong. Like a ping, 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 like a that's amazing. Will it will it be bad if I have a sip of tea every so often no, on the sound? Cool. It's no. part of it. Just um, shove this bottle over here so you don't knock it over because um, it's loud if it falls. But um, yeah. What what uh, what were your warm up noises? Um, at university, the guy, the singing vocal coach, used to make us do this with our tongues. And try like to sit there with twenty people all doing that for like ten minutes. It was it's like you start looking at everyone thinking, what? Are we doing? I wouldn't be able to you get comfortable in there. Weirdest thing. Oh, well, I've got my teeth. Yeah, it was just like the weirdest thing. It was to like get your like uh, diction, diction yeah. right or whatever it's called. I don't know. Wow. Yes. But there you go. This one all nice and warm. Cool. And the sun shining as well, which is awesome. Which is just what you want in van life. Exactly. So. uh Exactly. Open doors, fresh breeze, warm temperatures. <laughs> Views of the sea. Yeah. It's exactly what you need. You live in a van. It's been good food. Full stop. <laughs> Van life friends. Which is yeah, this is the very, the very first people we met. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, you have to be the first van life, van lifers on a, on the pod. Exciting. Um, but you rocked up into the car park with half your van dragging on the floor. We did, <laughs> and we came across a crazy man doing extreme exercise. And Laura doing her yoga, <laughs> which was nice. <laughs> and then from that point onwards, it just rolled. We took some but, tr- yeah, we took some strolls along the promenade, not the promenade, the beach, didn't we? Yeah. That was nice. Some yoga together, and had some super tasty brownies as well. We did. Oh yeah, because you took me for a yoga class and you made some brownies. Yeah. So this is be- this is before I started doing yoga every day of the year. 2021. <laughs> Three days in. <laughs> Three days in. Awesome. So good. But so um, van life. 
Tell us about like van life. How did you get into van life? Well, why why the van? Why the why the red van? We didn't really think about living in a van. I'd lived in a van before. I got a van when I was eighteen and used to just drive around England. But then for some reason we were in England and Jake started just watching van life videos on YouTube. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, but we should probably mention that we both get itchy feet if we're somewhere for a long time. Because we haven't been somewhere for the longest time possible. We've been oh, travelling yeah. for many years, backpacking. Yeah. So when we were stuck in lockdown, we had to find a way out. Yeah. And building a van seemed to be that option at the time. Because before lockdown, I'd been on the road for six years, full time. Apart from when I went back to England for like two weeks. And you'd been on the road for what, three years or four years? Yeah. Yes. And then, yeah, so van life basically was the gateway to still being able to explore but with a kind of a base that you move around yeah but so some home comforts but you're still on the road because backpacking does take its toll eventually eventually yeah we did it for a while and we still want to do more but yeah but then we saw this hideous the most hideous red van (laughs) in the universe and on ebay and we were like yeah it's not right that's our van we're gonna get that one Mm. I did, didn't I? I literally clicked on it. I showed Jake and I was like, this is the one we're going to get. And the next day, my mum and dad drove us to pick it up. We'll have a look at yeah. it and then pick it up the next day. Wow. Yes, well, we had so a cool. lot of... We were hunting for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, we were hunting we, for a long time. Do we buy one that's already pre-built? Mm-hmm. Do we buy, like, a specific camper van, motorhomey kind of thing? Yeah. We knew we wanted to build our own one, got hunting, and stumbled across this one. Yeah. What about you? How did you find this one? similar to you I guess like hunting for weeks and months we drove all the way down to Devon we drove all the way up to we were driving all around the UK we were sort of like deciding as we did it right like we didn't we knew we wanted to do van life at some point in our lives but didn't know that it would this would be the time yeah so we were just sort of like it we it all came came together a bit last minute which was yeah kind of real bit like stressful but also you know magical yeah, just and just kind of yeah. one day came home with a van <laughs> and it was like <laughs> okay true. right we've done it which yeah, was that. surreal um i guess this is like the is this the first time you've had like a base then for sure yeah, yeah. What's that well like? we kind of had we had a i had a base in new zealand for a few years but hopped around I had I lived in a, a shared house and different different things and then that's we met in a hostel and that hostel was a base for me for a long time. We yeah. were both working in this hostel. Well, I was working in this hostel whilst working in a bar, and then our friend Connor, well, he said to me, "Oh, Beth, I've got a friend Jake. You're actually quite similar, actually, and he's going to be working in the hostel too soon." And I was like, "Oh, whatever." So I introduced myself. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced myself to you, and you went. We've met before. <laughs> I can be bothered to speak to him. No thanks. No. I was ready to leave. So how long did it take you to like start chatting a bit more? And uh... so we were both in the same dorm, and we were both in the top bunks, like opposite each other. And I guess you could always just look over and, and see me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was watching a lot of I was watching a lot of Netflix at the time, trying to get in, and then. We yeah. were both liked cameras and photography. And I, I did see Jake often with a camera and I was like, oh, I have a camera too. So maybe I'll see if he wants to go. Not not in a romantic way. Like I, I was just like, maybe he wants to go for a walk and we'll take some photos because that would be nice. Because I haven't like, you know, and then we went for a walk, didn't we? And that was our first date walking around Queenstown Lake, mm. Lake Wakatipu. Yeah. That's amazing. That yeah. So like... What got you, like, what brought you to New Zealand in the first place? Well, why New Zealand? Why, taking it all the way back, why Why did you move into a, a van from however old you were? Um, Jake, why did you go to New Zealand? You know, like, what's the well, story leading up to it? I think, for me, I'd always wanted to go somewhere, but I didn't really know where. It was quite confusing because I'd never known anyone who travelled before so in my mind I was like why do I want to do this I don't know anyone else who's done this like and yeah I, I didn't go to uni I left school when I was 16 I worked like two jobs full time really just flat out 
and I could afford a camper van and I was like yeah and then my best friend's sister Sarah she said to me I'm going to New Zealand for a few months do you want to come with me because she, she was like why don't you go with someone yeah. it was more fun and I was like okay so one thing led so to another went off and I ended up staying there for three years she That's left, oh, I, I can't remember how long she stayed, but I was just, mm -hmm. I thought that that was home for me. And, yeah. Nice. And you, Jake. <laughs> so I was, I took film and English at uni and I tried for a year to get into that industry and it didn't happen. So then I got a, like a, like a, a property development labour job and hated life for a while. <laughs> I thought I need to get out, I need mm -hmm. to do something. Mm -hmm. And... I always pictured myself as kind of like a little surfer dude. I thought Australia <laughs> is the place for me, you know. I need to go to Australia, I need to surf. And then I watched um, a documentary or something, and obviously I love Lord of the Rings. And I thought, nah, New Zealand's where I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to go to Australia. But you went to Indonesia first. I did, but I had to do a pit stop on the way. I couldn't just go straight to New Zealand. <laughs> I needed some true way. adventure. Um, so that's what took me to well, Indonesia and then to New Zealand. Mm but I already knew I was doing Australia and I had Australia already planned with my visa by the time I met you. And then I said, oh, let's, uh, do you want to come to Australia as well? Yeah, well, our relationship very much had an expiry date, like from the beginning, from the get-go, we knew that I wanted to go to Canada and you were going to go to Australia and that was the end. That was like, we're going to hang out for a few months and then that's going to be it. Yeah, summer fling. Yeah. <laughs> But then, not. But I didn't actually buy my visa for Canada. So when Jake's, this is actually only a few weeks before we actually went to Australia, I just bought my visa for Australia and we were like, okay, let's go. We hadn't known each other for that long at all. Mm. And we'd only known each other for like a month or two months or something before we started living in that car, in a car together in New Zealand for a while. Mm. Oh yeah, so I had a station wagon yeah. or an estate car and just threw a mattress in the back wow. and we did a road trip of the south. And then we went to Australia and did the exact same thing. Another station wagon, and we drove twenty-one thousand kilometres. Yeah, wow. after four, four in, miles. in four months. Yeah, we worked out that if you did what we drove, you could get from Australia to England. You could drive from Australia to England in a wow. straight line. But we did yes. it around Australia rather yeah, than yeah. across countries. Well, it's wow. such a big country. That's so amazing. having that experience in the cars and sleeping in them and seeing all these amazing places we knew. We wanted to continue it, mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah. in a more comfortable. Yeah, upgraded. yeah. This is well luxury. Yeah, this is, wow. yeah. That's amazing. That's Did you do the the estate car kind of because it was your only choice? Mm, you know, I, yeah. money wise, money wise, wise was that, or was it just a choice, just a thing you wanted to do? I wouldn't have. Yeah. In New Zealand, I was absolutely fine with it. I was, but in Australia, there's no way I was going to sleep in a tent, sleep in a car. Yeah. I didn't want to at all because of the snakes and spiders and I was not a fan and I was like you will not get me sleeping in the boot of a car two weeks later two weeks later <laughs> we bought a car and I was blue and sleeping in the back of it <laughs> and the worst experience we had in the car was on about the fourth day which luckily we survived and made it through so basically what happened was we went camping in the middle of some woods in Australia and we woke up we started packing the car up to go get going again and we both I sat in the driver's seat you sat in the passenger seat and then I just heard the almighty scream and the panic and before I could even do anything you literally threw yourself over me and out my door which wasn't even open I just like jumped over top of Jake and threw myself out of the car and I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa and whoa. it was probably still moving at this point but very slowly <laughs> I just jumped out and you can't even speak at this point you're like <laughs> like what's happened and she just points with a quivering finger and I'm like Oh my god. It was a huntsman spider, not even joking, as big wow. as a dinner plate. Yeah, and if, yeah wow. exactly. If you don't know and it was hunt. next to me, it was in the car, like oh, wow. like half on the window, half on like the handle, and it was just, oh, my it god. was so big that it was like covering a large area, and yeah. I couldn't even speak for ages after that. I was so traumatised. Yeah. So if you don't know what a huntsman spider is, it's not dangerous, but it can bite you, but it's just the sheer size of it. It's not venomous, is it? Had you been asleep in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it was probably in Oh, there. all night. Oh, and the, worst, sure. the best bit was, well, for me, the worst bit for you, I had to convince Beth that it'd come in the van, in the car, we as we were packing up, not sometime in the night. Oh, Otherwise, no. I knew she wouldn't want to sleep in it again. Yeah. Oh, my God. But 
But we carried on sleep. I'm so proud of myself because I slept in that car for four months after that. <gasps> yeah, I was going to say, how long did you keep going for? Yeah, but that was the only incident, fortunately. Yes, that was, wasn't it? The only in the, in the van one, in yeah, the car, in the car one. Yeah, we had snakes and stuff as well, but nothing to do with sleeping in the car. So how long were you in Australia for? Just shy a year. year. Yeah. Yeah. And did you do that in a car or van the whole time? In a, in a car for the four months, and then we, we had an apartment in Melbourne for a oh, bit. Nice. Um, so what basically, like switching. Yeah. What we, <laughs> oh, it was lovely. We went from Australia, from New Zealand. No, we we did the we did the apartment having, before the car, didn't we? Yeah. So we went from New Zealand yeah. with no money. We spent all of our money in New Zealand, and then we did like a trip to Thailand. We knew going to Australia that we were going to do our farm work to get the second year, mm. like first. So we did in the first three months. So we went straight to the farm, lived on a farm for four months, then went to uh, Melbourne. And you picked the most luxury high-rise apartment we could possibly find. Remember? <laughs> I just wanted a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> you know how in life you just got to experience something? And mm. I'm not the kind of person who needs lo- like loads of luxury, mm. but I thought, well, let's try it. Let's see what life's like if having a bit of luxury. Because if you're lucky with the farm work, you can make a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't make money because they're getting paid by the weight or something, but we were very lucky in that we got paid $22 an hour. Which is eleven pounds, twelve yeah. pounds an and hour. And sometimes I was working sixteen hours a day. Wow! Yeah, so in we, the burning hot sun. Yeah. Just we came out of that four months with more money than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So we started thinking, oh, you know what? Let's have a bit of luxury in Melbourne. Wow. Treat ourselves. And it was forty-second floor, swimming yeah. pool on the roof. Yeah. But we lasted wow. two months, not because we ran out of money, but because we got bored of Melbourne. Yeah. And then we—that's when we found the, the van, the car yeah. rather, and. Drove around, <laughs> literally switched from yeah. luxury to yeah. from one, and I preferred the car. Yeah, I've got to say, <laughs> oh, I, I preferred the car. That's so cool. But we didn't yeah. do a second year in the end. Nope. What because of? No, we haven't got around to it yet. And now, yeah, yeah. We've we've, even if COVID wasn't a thing, we we probably wouldn't. We probably still wouldn't have made it back to Australia. I don't think. Would we? Oh no. Yeah. We, we didn't love it as much as we love New Zealand. Yeah. Like, we thought we'd like awesome. it more. Yeah. Than we did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's cool. that. That's our little history before the van. <laughs> so, like, how did you, you know, obviously, Beth, you were working two jobs when you were mm. younger when you lived in that van or to buy that van and I guess to head out to New Zealand. And, Jake, what did you kind of, you know, was it just a case of, yeah, like, I can do it, I can, you know, or was it like, um, I've got to work hard for this and... Or to go travelling? Yeah. Um, yeah, to an extent. I mean, I I was quite fortunate growing up, so money wasn't too much of an issue. And then I've always, I went to uni and did my year of working, but I got paid quite a good wage for yeah. that year. So, but I knew that that wasn't mm-hmm. all I wanted to be doing. Yeah. And I thought I was getting bored, and I was, you know, I was living for the weekend and going out, and yeah, it wasn't what I wanted to be doing and I wasn't doing the job I wanted to be doing in the first place because it wasn't film related mm-hmm. and I've always been very drawn to photography mm-hmm. which is what we started doing when we were in the van uh, in the you know on our travels in Australia and New Zealand yeah we started it mainly in Australia that's another reason why we got the van because it provides us new places to photograph yeah mm. this is amazing so yeah so it wasn't yeah it's not a story of hardship for me but you've been on the road like the whole like almost your whole relationship my whole right? adult well my whole, whole adult life. life has been on the road ever since i was 18. Mm. do you think you'll ever stop watching this is this is life now yeah i don't think i'd go back so i don't think i could live in a house if i if i like like i have minimal money at all times in my life i've never had a lot of money and I, i'm happy to work and have enough to survive on mm-hmm. but if I ever if I ever like I don't know won the lottery or something I'd be happy living in a house if I could buy houses all over the world and Just and live in each of them for too. yeah but apart from that I don't think I could do it yeah we don't like we don't like the stillness of everyday normality you know, mm-hmm. the typical life that one follows in the western world yeah I like the word stillness. Yeah. That's a good word for it. And but I do a lot of stillness in the van, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> like when it is sunny, I just open the slide door and just lay there for an hour. That's definite stillness, yeah. but a different stillness, kind, yeah. isn't it? One thing I read recently, which was it rang true, was 
you know how time well time is obviously always moving but mm. when you're doing something routinely and monotonously like going to work or you know even going to university time goes so quick because you're stuck in a routine where you're doing the same thing so it's so easy to just go through three weeks and think well i've just done three weeks yeah. but when you're traveling and now in the van because you're doing something different each day it kind of stretches the time so you actually feel like time's slowed right down mm-hmm. do you agree with that like do you yeah, no, that? totally hear that we we keep saying about how when we you know were working jobs and living in a flat you know three months could go by and you'd be like oh that's gone by but yeah three months goes by in the van and you're like i can't even remember like what we were where mm. we were last week let yeah. alone well, it's been two months now since we all came into Spain, and it's, that's been so long. When you look, yeah. when you say two months, it's like whoa. And the but... amount of stuff we've done and seen in that time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you feel like that's with you know because you've been travelling for so long? Do you, does it feel like a long, long time? Yeah, I feel like an eighty-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, um... I don't know because I've got nothing to compare it to. Yeah, it's so really I haven't true. really known anything different. It, yeah, it does feel like a long time. But we can look back and think we've done a lot. Yeah. But then we also. We travel a lot, but we love to do slow travel, so we yeah. like to stay in one place for mm-hmm. a while really and really experience yeah. that place. So we don't, we're not constantly, you know, two nights here, next yeah. place, yeah. next place, next place. We like have had times paced. where it has been like, because when we were in Thailand, we stayed in our, we had a little apartment in Thailand and we stayed there for a while and we were just working online and that time went fast because we were just doing the same thing every day. So we yeah, have we, had times like that, but then we've had to, like we worked really hard for two months so we didn't have to work hard the next mm-hmm. while. So now we don't work as much. Yeah. And so. we like the idea of only working enough to... To survive. To sustain you mm-hmm. to do what yeah. you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. As long as you're well and healthy yeah. and safe and yeah. you can eat and live. stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's Knowing something. that my sister will bail me out if it all goes wrong. <laughs> 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 it's always that blanket. So see, when you speak of work, um, maybe like dive into that a bit deeper because obviously a lot of people who want to take the less trodden path mm. um <laughs> their their main thing is work yeah it's how how am i going to you know sustain pay for this how yeah how to how do we sustain this when we haven't got money coming in and you know if some people have savings some people like you said are you know fortunate mm. enough and but obviously some people also do work hard and Obviously, finding work kind of when you're travelling isn't obvious sometimes. No, it's not it's made out to be that you have to be this or that or, you know, a photographer or you have to... I don't know, like, mm. you know. Yeah. And so what, you know, dive into a bit more of what it is that you do because... Well, it's not overly exciting. And, I mean, travelling places like Australia and New Zealand, obviously you can just get a job like normal in, in anywhere, like a bar or whatever. I've worked in quite a lot of bars now and around there. But we, when did we start doing working online? When we went back to England the first time before yeah. we went to Asia again. Yeah, we paid a visit to England and Jake had been doing the research for this. Just find, like, you know, what can we do? I mean, Jake's... It's a bit easier for Jake because he went to uni and that certificate actually means a lot. So I thought I would never be able to do it. Like, I thought, well, it's fine for you because at least you can get an online job. I can't. I've got no qualifications at all. Um, But we're both online teachers now. Mm -hmm. And there's one company, which we work... And one we work for that you don't need a degree for. So I'm really lucky that I can do that. And it's pretty well paid. Yeah, so we knew we wanted to be on the road. So we had to, we just dug deep and found an option which allowed us to do that, which was yeah. teaching English as a foreign language but online. Yeah. And it's not the most glamorous job. Nope. But it's it's quite well paid, and it's uh, it's an easy job to do. It's really easy, and then my favourite thing about it, I don't I, I don't hate it, but I'd definitely rather be doing something more creative. But the good thing about it is that I can literally start work and then when I finish I don't have to think about that again it's not like one of those things where you're worrying about it you've got you've got to do something in your spare time for it like it's just we work and then we finish and then we'll forget about it until the minute we start work the next day so and no stress yeah the one that we're working for as well has got the flexibility so that if we don't want to work a certain day we can just turn it off and do our own thing or if we've got something else happening we can say no we're not doing that that day and I need to do this instead 
to an extent, I mean, we've yeah. got to have a schedule which the students mm. um, look for, but... The main problem, though, with online work is you go online and you search how to work online and it's just full of scams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally, there'll be websites where you think, this looks really legit, and someone would have written a blog post about all these ways you can earn money online, and half of them will be scams or surveys. Yeah. And surveys, you don't... You, you, or, some people do earn a bit, but it's not... Yeah, or pay a premium to learn how to do this, so oh. I get rich while you think you're learning. The, wor- the worst possible... The thing you've got to look out for, as a bit of advice to anyone, um, and we've... I've seen a lot of this is people pyramid schemes and oh let's not go into the exact ones but there's there's a lot that you'll see in every day-to-day life and someone will say do you want to become an independent travel agent automatic red flag do you want to buy this thing for two thousand pounds and then try and sell it on like red flag so just uh if you guys spend money to get a job it's yeah if you've got to pay to to work then it's automatically a big no for me but I think it's very important for your listeners, though, that you don't have to be doing this long term, even if you just do it for six months or a year. Yeah. You don't need a job it's to be out It's almost like a here. gateway to be able yeah. to do it, right? Yeah. Like, it means you can get on the road. Because I think, like, what Laura's saying, like, people want to travel, people want to take the less trodden path, but they, they get scared to leave their security behind. Mm. And I think that, like, what you do almost offers a way to, like, still have the bit of security yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you're also flexible enough just to go yeah and i think yeah. like, it's a good gateway to get it going and especially if you can do the creative stuff as well because then you can build on that but i would definitely recommend like not worrying about getting the job just test it first see if you like it do the initial six yeah. months you always say people always say to us you know oh how do you afford this like what did you do well you know i saved up for it first even though i was lucky my growing up i just still have to save my own money yeah. and do things and, you know, it means don't go out every weekend drinking, don't buy new clothes every month, you know, just limit what you're spending, watch that money go up. You don't need that much to live frugally when you're actually out here. And I do always try and make people realise that, because I am definitely from a very working class, and my, my dad worked in a factory, and my mum worked in a school, but now she's an artist. And we never had a lot of, like, crazy amount of money, and I only left the country once my childhood we just go on little holidays around England which is amazing because England's really cool but you, you don't have to be from a certain background to travel you can literally like just I don't have any qualifications yet here I am and yeah. like any, literally anyone can just it's all about your as long, priorities yeah, as long as you can push yourself to do it you can do it experience. Well, that's another yeah. thing actually is when you're actually out travelling you want to make sure you can stay out there don't drink because drinking is the number one thing that bites people They'll go out every night drinking, partying. It's an amazing way to meet people. Oh but God, yeah. your bank balance is going to plummet mm-hmm. incredibly fast. So we said, when we were in Australia, we didn't drink anything. And that's because we were conscious of our money. We wanted to monitor it and make sure we can stay here for as long as possible. If we were drinking, we would have we watered would have our time. Yeah, course, we literally. I've seen people in Queenstown, which is like proper party town of New Zealand, who couldn't stay because they only stay for a short time because they just spent all their money on alcohol and you're not there you can drink anywhere can't you you're not there to go to a bar you're there to experience the country that is the secret to long-term travel (laughs) (laughs) don't drink (laughs) i mean uh, we completely you know we're completely with that um just in terms of productivity yeah i think that drinking is it saps it yeah want to do stuff in life mm-hmm. then it's really good not to but but it's also you know you were saying about how we managed to do this part of it is the fact that we have a job but we don't earn a lot from it the other side of it is the fact it's that we are so minimal and frugal mm-hmm. we don't spend much money yeah. our food we, shop is 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 you like people would be surprised about how little we spend on food yeah, we eat a lot but we just buy the cheaper stuff yeah. and we prioritize staying out here longer than it seems Comfort. like you've had experience, like, um, I think that you, you seem like you don't worry too much. Say if you're like, like you said, you kind of live on a minimal way anyway. So instead of worrying about like whether you're getting the savings in or whether you're, you're just like, nah, like we'll find a way to make it work. Oh, so yeah. like through traveling that much, you must have had experiences where like you didn't know how you were going to sustain being out there, but you just 
made it up on the spot and it oh worked. Oh my god, yeah. Well, Betty's got a good story about when she was in the Philippines and came home, came back to New Zealand. Oh, I hadn't, yeah. I was in New Zealand, went to the Philippines, came back, I literally had no money. And there's been points where I've had, I think my lowest bank account was 10 New Zealand dollars. And I was just eating an apple, sat in my car, like, <laughs> what can I do apart from just sit in the car and eat this apple at this point? And I just had to apply for every single job that was in the entire town. And I did, I got a job as a cleaner. How long did it take to, uh, for that to happen? You know, how long Not too long, but I did, to... I can't remember whether it was my mum and my dad or my sister, they sent me a bit of money so I could actually like drive Get and yourself back actually, you know. But that was, that was really, I wasn't, in fact, I wasn't even like worried about it because mm-hmm. luckily I knew that if anything really bad happened, I had my family there to obviously I could pay them back. But that was a bit, and you yeah. just have to do what you've got to do. Like I didn't want to clean toilets at a bungee jump site. Like they're the worst toilets. Like people are terrified and they're <laughs> shitting themselves literally. Yes, but I did that because I had to until I could afford to stop that doing that and do something different. So but it's a good like sort of just reminder that if you when you reach those points because I think so many people are scared of getting to that point yeah. that they don't take chances yeah. yeah whereas like some people like you must like know that if you get to that point you're fine you yeah, can, you can really dig your way fine. out of it you like, can not always that, not that it's always the prettiest thing but like I think that's the, the point that most people are too scared to go to so they don't they don't chase their dream or no. they don't chase what they really want to do in life because they're too scared of like losing all that comfort whereas yeah. actually like you do get to that point, you, you figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You will figure it out. And you really want to look back on your life and think, oh, you know, I was comfortable. I, you know, I, I would never, I would never worried for money. Or do you want to, you know, try and experience yeah. the mm. things that life actually has to offer yeah. outside of your bubble? You want to make it memorable. Like, I'll never forget eating that apple. It was the most yeah. memorable apple of my life. <laughs> thinking that, you know, I've got no money. That's so good. No, it's, it's a good story to tell. But, you, know, that's, you might not have felt it at the time, but now it's yeah, it's a good story. Which one trick I had though with money is that have a number, have like it's called like an emergency fund. So say you save your money up, say I don't know, say you got three thousand pounds, take a thousand of that and look at that as zero. So you've got a thousand, but I always looked at that as zero. If I was on one thousand two hundred pounds, I only had two hundred pounds. Like so, I knew that that money was my getaway safe money. That's my. That's what I used to do. That was my. I need to get a job now. I've got two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. but really, really, you had that. A thousand yeah. 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 I always knew. So. And if that involves you know working a bit longer before you come out here, then that's do it. But don't wait too long. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know you've done all of that kind of in Asia and Australia and New Zealand, and then you came back to the UK. Was that before the virus, or was that? Already before. before. That was just before. We arrived back in November for my... Oh, I had a cousin's wedding and my grandfather's birthday. So we knew we were going to come there. And you've been away for many years for Christmas, so we were going to stay for Christmas. I just fancy spending Christmas with my family. Because I hadn't... I did four or five Christmases without my family. And I was just like, I just... I would love to. Mm. So we just went for it. And then... Whilst we were home, that's when the virus came, and then that's mm-hmm. when everything changed. We were planning on going back out to Asia or doing South America, mm-hmm. but like in well, you know, in a fortunate turn of events, it did happen, and now we're on this kind of pathway instead. Yeah. Travelling in a van through Europe. Who would have thought it? Yeah, so <laughs> a year ago. Wait, how long have we had this? Since March. So a year ago, I wouldn't have even year. thought we were no, doing this. No. That's the beauty of you know living in the moment is that tomorrow something else could happen and you could change something completely different. Yeah. Definitely. I'd much rather have the surprise yeah. of of life in a way rather than knowing this is yeah, what's going to happen every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. But like van life then. Dive into van life. What's been, let's go for the the most testing moments of van life so far. Oh, most testing. Well, I would say being a couple in a small space is pretty testing to a relationship. Mm. Isn't it? Well, we'd already done it, hadn't we, in the we car? Had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that must be a record. Yeah. 
we were in the back of a car, so now, now we're in, you know, a mansion compared to that. <laughs> we even still had those moments in, in the car, obviously. Mm. Like, well, some parts of, in Australia, like, it was so hot. It was too hot to get out of the car. All you could do is sit there with the aircon on, and even if you'd sit in the hot, there would be flies, like, all in your, like, waterline of your eye. Like, it would literally look like eyeliner, but there were flies, and they'd all just go to the liquid. They just, and, yeah. and so we just sat in the car and just, like... Nothing to say. That's the one thing uh, everyone forgets to mention about Australia. It's all, you know, pristine, amazing, and then no one mentions the flies yeah. that are there. But th- we haven't had that problem in Europe, but, no. but, going, but yeah. we, there are always, like, you know... But I think the thing with van life, and if you have the testing moments as a couple, you should write down maybe what, what each of you do. Like, Jake has his jobs, I have my jobs. We don't need to talk about that, because that's already sorted. Like, that's one issue solved. Mm. Because there's like you could be like oh but it's your turn to do this, but we don't have that because it's like you know what's what yeah. yeah that's an easy thing. I always said it goes back to traveling. So if you're either traveling or doing the van life with someone, going with someone will always make or break you because you'll either find out that you can't stand each other because you're there twenty four seven, or you'll find out hang on this works. And you know your. Can you not stand me? Or... <laughs> so we know we, we know now <laughs> through uh, trial and error, not so much, but we know what ticks the other one off, and we can avoid that, and we can still have our own time. It just means you know going for a walk and or yeah. doing your own thing on the laptop with headphones for a while, or. Um, it's important, yeah. The ch- most challenging, going back to the most challenging thing, I think for us was actually the build rather than the yeah, living in it. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's very true. Because we were. Like we were, we were building it together in the height of lockdown, so everything was stressful anyway. And the shop, like B and Q, and some of the shop, like you know, the hardware shops, they were closed. We couldn't get the wood we wanted. It just felt like it was never going to happen. And there was we like there was a lot of times where we pretty much didn't think we were going to stay together. Yeah. Like a lot of the days. Not a lot, but there was definitely well, a few there testing was moments. A lot, yeah, there was a few times where we were like, okay, after this build maybe even like considering selling it because we might not travel together in it but like, that was a big thing but luckily we uh, overcame the yeah, hurdle yeah you are yeah. yeah but I think a lot of people that's the thing I think people need to talk about that more you see all these van builds on YouTube and people are like couples are laughing to each other whilst they're putting their insulation in but really you're like it's not as most of the time it's not like that and it's not as smooth as no. it is so if anyone out there is uh, thinking hang on my van build is going like it's just not going well like everybody's had that mm-hmm. you know yeah that's most testing. and you know when you're when you're not travelling or in a van and you're in a relationship you always have your time away from that person you, whether it's going to work or you know yeah. the gym or going out with your mates or hanging out something like doing something different in your own thing so when it does come to being together 24-7 you have to make time for yourself I think because otherwise you would just be maybe not always some people get at each other's approach don't they but yeah. some people really click though we have our good days though we have mostly good we days we have our good days <laughs> we occasionally <laughs> have our good yeah. days mostly we'll have a good days some days I'll be like I'm having a headphone day today. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. So, it's all worked yeah. out for the best. Yeah. It's definitely a human thing. Mm. You're not human if you don't have that. Yeah. I Even agree. with yourself. Mm. So. Yeah. Plus, it shows if you can, you know, make it through this, what, you can make it through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it goes back to the apple in the car. You yeah. can make it through you the can apple make it in the car with everything. A, the apple in the car is such a good. Ten New Zealand dollars, then you can make it. Yeah. You really can most of life but um what about like testing moments in regards to you pull up to a spot and or you know you get woken up in the night or you know what about the the, you know that time when uh you first came to see us and half of your van was missing off the bottom well that i don't look back at that as a testing moment because we me and jake actually dealt with that really quite well like considering we drove like as a bit of backstory, yeah, there was a flood and we got stuck in a car park which turned into a swimming pool. We drove through a fast, fast flowing river and when we came out the other side, the bottom of our van came off. But that wasn't testing <laughs> so much, was it? I was just like. Well, I was very 
relaxed about it and you were very panicking at first about oh what damage have we done to the van yeah but once you realized it was it was just it was just the engine cover it was fine but yeah. actually driving through the river thing i was driving because i don't know I've, I've i'm quite confident with driving through situations like that so because of my old van and i used to drive a, a kind of work bus for the workers in in australia and so i was like right okay i'll, I'll get us out of this that was terrifying though. Yeah, I think when you've been on the road for as long as we have, mm-hmm. even pre-van, moments which would be tense to a lot of people kind of, you know, dwindle a bit. They're not so severe. As mm. And to a personality type be. like us, that's actually quite a thrill, quite exciting. It's like, oh yeah, this is so, this is so, oh yeah. my God, we're going to remember, this is so exciting. I can't say we enjoyed it at the time, no. but looking back on it, we're like, oh wow. We almost died. No, we didn't die. We almost <laughs> Actually, died. tell you what, that was quite <laughs> funny. When we were when we were in the middle of this flood, trying to work out what to do, Beth was like, "Get out! See how deep it is. You know, test how deep the water is." And there's thunder and lightning, and obviously, I don't want to stand in the water when there's lightning happening. Hmm. Get out! I was like, "Just go out into the water and <laughs> see." And Jake was like, "No, no." <laughs> um, I don't know. In terms of any other things, we've, we've never had anyone knocking on us. We've been quite fortunate. Yeah. Um, we never had scary night. We actually like it when we're the only van in the area. We kind of like yeah. the the peace and the quiet. Whereas I know a lot of people would be spooked out by being the only thing there. They'd be worried about what's out there. Yeah. But we. Um, oh, but this brings me to my favourite thing, which my dad used to tell me when I was younger. Was I did I tell you guys this the other day, or was I talking to? Well, I remember when I used to be scared. And my dad used to say to me when I was little, the scariest thing in this room is you. And I, and honestly, that's like every, whenever I hear something outside, I'm like, the scariest thing in this whole area is me. Like if someone tries to get in, they open the door, they are, they'll be terrified. <laughs> They're going to come face to face with this. I mean, it's a good way to think of it. Yeah. And I think that makes you less scared. Yeah, so. I like, I, I quite like that. I like it for everything though. Like yeah. the scariest thing is you, like you're, if any, if there's any doubt or any like this, you know, if you're if if you're not feeling like good about something, it's you who's not. It's mm. not the situation's fine. Yeah. It's how you're reacting yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. That's and so that's true. that's so true. It's because it's like the scariest thing is you. You're your own worst enemy in that yeah. situation. And you're also you're also your harshest critic for yeah. things you create. I like it as like a whole extension. Oh, yeah. Like the scariest thing in the room is you. It's like the only thing you need to be worried about is you. Yeah. Get, overcome yourself and everything. Will work. So yeah. tr- it is so true. I love that. That's I always, so cool. I always say that. And I, I only realised recently how how cool that is. How how um, my dad used to say it, and I used to be like, oh, that's a bit mean. I'm not scary. But now <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I am. <laughs> oh, I really so like that. Yeah. And go even like following on from that without taking it away from you know actual scary things happening. You, sh- you can't live life being worried about what others perceive of you or like, uh-huh. you know you can't you should only do things for yourself like, if you want to do something because you're worried about how it will look or what someone would think of you then you're going to be not doing what you want to be doing mm-hmm. so that's yeah. like, kind of leading on for that that's, mm-hmm. that's what that's why I've, I've always been the most chill relaxed person in that I just I'm not bothered if someone wants to say something about like, yeah, whatever they think that you know mum I'm not things for you yeah. Yeah. so has anyone ever told you that what you're doing is wrong or that you shouldn't go there or you shouldn't you know you shouldn't buy a camper van at this age you shouldn't quit uni and go to New Zealand my family are very supportive they've always enjoyed watching our travels but my grandpa is a bit less excited about our travels mm. very very much less excited but he's on, he's realised that's just me you know? yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, not everyone can be the same mm-hmm. and I, I live an exciting day every single day of my life and yeah, what, yeah. but no yeah. people I generally haven't had any issues yeah and your family are cool aren't they they're very chill my dad was uh, a police officer so he retired after 30 years and that's probably one of the main like reasons as to why I started travelling young was because he said he didn't get to do it when he was young, but he was very, very fortunate it being in one of the only jobs where you can retire at 50-something. Mm-hmm. So he started doing the travelling then. And he said to me, 
make sure before you settle down to experience life and do like travel and see things. Mm. I don't think he, I don't think he realised it was going to lead to. You <laughs> would take it so literally. Yeah, <laughs> several, okay. se- several years in the making with no plans to actually settle down at all. But so he's always been, you know, an adventurous yeah, soul. So adventurous. my mum's very chill about it. She just wants me to be happy. Mm. So like we've been very fortunate. We haven't had anyone yeah, no. saying bad things. Yeah. No. Yeah, Have you guys experienced that? A little bit. We won't dive too deep yeah. into it. Yeah, lucky. I, my family. Uh, I mean, my dad has done quite a bit himself and stuff. Um, and obviously, my mum being a mum, she knows she she doesn't want their, her her daughter to go. But um, no, there's they're uh, fully for it. Yeah. So. Um, you know, we both we've both come from kind of we both did full time jobs and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've done um, that. But I this mean, was always because well, I was in the band and stuff, so I've always had like a bit of. A, I think my family understand that I'm not gonna do anything normally. No. So I think every time I do something, they just like, oh, okay, you're doing that again. <laughs> yeah. And I can't I can't fault them. They've been nothing but supportive of me. Like, but sometimes they like to vocalise if they if they. They don't understand something. Mm. Sometimes they're a bit vocal about it, yeah. but they always like in the end they're like, "Oh well, yeah, you do you. It's cool." Yeah, that's do nice. you? I like that. Yeah, you do you? You do you? Yeah. yeah, I think best best thing to do is to just do you. Another, it just goes back to the you're the you're the only person with the doubt in the room. You know, if you feel like anyone else is doubting you, it's probably because you're facing up to yourself. Mm-hmm. So you just have to like ignore that voice and go, "No, yeah. it's yeah. fine." And more often than not, the reason why that person is doing that is because they're either jealous or scared or, yeah. like, you know... Yeah. Or because they love you so annoyed. much they don't want anything to happen to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're like, you know, you've been travelling for X amount of years and every day is magical, every day is different, every day is amazing. But have you, you know, is this the life, like, are you living the dream life? Or are you yet to... Is there still things... You know, are you at the point where you're like, cool, I've done it, or... No. What itches do you want to scratch? I'm always, I'm, uh, like, the only, the thing that I need to change about myself, and my mum and dad have told me this, and I didn't think about it before until they said to me, you're, you're, you're never going to be happy with what you've got, because you're always seeing new things and wanting to do that, and that's true. But it's not that I'll never be happy, it's just I, there's always something yeah. that I'm like, okay, I need to do that, oh, I need to do that, oh, I haven't been there yet. So no, I'll never, I could, I'll probably, oh no, I'll never, I'll never complete everything. Yeah, you're always driving for more, which is a good thing, but obviously... It's tiring sometimes, Mm because for every aspect, I'm like, need to do better. I think as as much as uh, teaching online has provided us the opportunity to actually be able to do this, it's not what we want to do. Mm -hmm. We'd love to take our creativity and photography and film and have that be our source of income to... uh, yeah, that's what we're mainly it. striving for at the moment. And if we were doing that, then we wouldn't be doing the only one thing that we didn't like, even though it was making this all possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be the dream then, but I yeah. probably still wouldn't be satisfied. Yeah, still find things. Yeah. That's human yeah. nature, but, eh? Yeah. But you are still teaching every day to make it work so that you can eventually do your yeah. photography yeah. and filming. Yeah. But it's a small price to pay for now, mm-hmm. and especially the current situation in the world isn't... Mm-hmm too great for you know jobs and especially in the creative side where you're meeting face to face with people all the time yeah. so yeah people don't want to be doing that people don't moment. want to come near us so yeah that's the main goal that's yeah. our goal for 2021 is to bring our creative elements into the income side of it so we can Amazing. do it and be even having more fun the more the more you put it out there, the more you like just say it vocally and, yeah. and remind yourself that yeah. that's the goal. Then it will happen. Keep yeah. writing it down. Keep sticking it yeah. all over everywhere. Yeah. And just and just being like creative with it. Like I mean, you you seem like your experience in life would teach you that taking the risk is always worth it. Oh yeah. So like the minute you feel like the opportunity's there, just risk it and go yeah. for it. I think. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like I always, I think someone mentioned the other day about taking the time to say no but I kind of still like the idea of saying yes as long as it's for yourself mm. always say yes to something but you should say no if it's going to hinder yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I think you know what I mean, a like, fine balance. But we were talking about on New Year's because I was saying I need to be less of a people pleaser, and, and but then saying no to some things is is basically just the same as saying yes to anything else because you'll be like, no, I don't want to do that, and then because you said no, you'll make you're doing what you want to do anyway. So that's like mm-hmm. you know the same thing. You're valuing your time or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Do you have any goals? Yeah, we've written them down. We've got a whole wall of goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got three main ones, um, but they're all kind of goals that they're not, you know, your kind of typical New Year's resolution goal. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. you know, like last year's goal, 2020, was to move somewhere awesome. We just said move somewhere rad. Well, you did <laughs> that. But that could be anything. And the funniest thing is, is I guess at the time we had a destination in mind. We were like, oh, we'll move to Australia or oh, we'll move right. to, but then, we moved into the van, and when we set off in the van, I just turned to Laura and I was like, "This is the rad. The van is the yeah. rad. We yeah. haven't. It's not that we've moved somewhere, a place. We've moved into something, yeah. and that's the somewhere. So, I think like we learned last. Like we wrote our three goals down for 2020, and we got to the end of the year, and we were like, we actually did them. Yeah, so, even though when we were writing them down at the end of 2019, it was like. You half believe that it could become true. But it happens in different ways, just because, like like Ben just said, you know, we said move somewhere rad, but that somewhere doesn't necessarily mean a a place. place. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't have to be a destination. It's it's a something as opposed to somewhere. Um, And I mean, we've been living in Valencia now for two months. (laughs) But... Accidentally moved to Valencia. But yeah, so... Have you got an example you can share about this year? Um, This year, we've got to do with the Lestron path. We've got our podcast, get that up and running. We've got a goal which is a continuation from last year, which is seek more discomfort. So last year we had seek discomfort um, as like a phrase to, you know, put yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm. And for Laura and I, like a comfort zone is a bit of a weird comfort zone compared to most people because mm. we already do a lot of like you know physical activity we get up early we so for most people i feel like their goals to seek discomfort is always like well i'm going to get up an hour earlier i'm going to exercise yeah whereas for us it's all different kind of things so it's like do things that just give you i think you said you've said it already like do that do those things that give you that scary feeling mm. you know the things in like when you're when you go to do them your gut goes I don't know if I should do this. This isn't like this isn't. Yeah. I don't know if this is, and not, not even just in a physical sense. You know, not like stand on the edge of the cliff and take a picture. Like in a you know, quit your job kind of way. Yeah. Like I don't know if I can quit my job right now, but I'm going to do it anyway because my yeah. gut tells me I can. Yeah. And I'm just going to try. And, you know, what's the worst life, that can yeah. happen? The worst that happens is you're in the apple yeah, of the gut. Nice. You know. Nothing lost. So that's another goal we've already done. But um. Are you fans of? Yes Theory channel on YouTube. Well, yeah, we heard it from Yes Theory, yeah, but yeah. we kind of yeah. took it, took yeah. it on took board. Took it to your own thing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good. That's good, though. Yeah. Seek discomfort. Because you do get, once you're in, you get too comfortable with your own comfort. Yeah, and you exactly. Don't, you don't expand to new ventures. Even if your comfort is up, it was would, would be a discomfort for somebody else. Yes. It's still your comfort zone. Yeah, so yeah. you have to get out of yours. It's not even yeah. like a case of like, well, I'm already out of the comfort zone, like the normal one. You know, it's like we've been said with van life, like for most people, this isn't comfort. You've already done this, yeah. discomfort. but you get comfortable in the van. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, yeah. well, I need what, what else, you know, seek more, keep, keep, so, yeah. keep it going. So that's something that's we're trying to do. But I think it's something that I think you've, You've already said it a bunch of times. It's about like, you know, stepping off that that path of like, well, we're fine yeah. now. Like, we'll mm. just keep doing this and just doing something. You know, it's like doing a bungee it. jump, isn't it? It's like just knowing that it's probably going to be fine. You're not really going to die, but you just got to jump off anyway. Yeah. Like, you could you could die, but the chances aren't actually that high because yeah. and yeah. you'll come off it at the end. Like, that was Feeling awesome. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. And the beauty of making mistakes is that. You grow as a person because you learn from them and mm-hmm. you know what to do or not ne- or not to do next mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So don't be afraid of making mistakes. Grow, yeah. mm. The mistakes are where the growth happens. Yeah. Like you say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So I think we're probably coming up to the hour mark. That's alright. We can keep we're going. Right, if you want, unless you want to cut it. Amazing. Well, we we'll scrap it off. Scrap it off. 
Scrap it off. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's the one. Savage. Welcome to Laura's. Scrap it up. Laura's mind. Scrap it off. Scrap it off. That's what it is in French. Let's rewind. We'll... The direct translation. Lost in translation. I don't know. It's just my mind. My mind whirls like that. Wrap it up with two final questions. Uh, something you're yet to tick off your bucket list. Oh, well. Um, What's like the top of the list? What is that? The top one of. Because when I think bucket list, I, it, 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 like immediately my mind goes to like places I've got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But our bucket list is very different than that now because obviously I can't go that many places uh-huh. that I want to go. What's yours? I don't know. My my main bucket list thing is just making a living, doing what I want to do. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. My main, yeah. Then I'd be happy in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. God, I'm contemplating this. I don't really know. Personally, it comes to mind. Personally, comes to Go on, bucket list, Jake. Go on. Like the tip, like you were saying, the typical thing people we've done, you know, done this guy, had the bungee jump all. Oh, yeah, yeah that's as, as a couple, you have done a yeah. lot. That's the problem. What would be on people's what bucket list? Gosh. Like, I've had bucket lists and I've ticked everything off in the past. And I haven't made a new one. <laughs> so Okay, I rather than bucket list, where's your next like where are you seeing yourself next? Almost, you know, either with the van, <laughs> next spot. Or <laughs> <laughs> if someone said to you right now, right, you've got to pick somewhere you're going now and you'll be there. Or like a place. A, a place, uh Yeah. If I could choose a place anywhere where we could just I would probably put the van in Canada. Nice. Mm. I would get it shipped over and just. It's difficult with visas and stuff. Yeah, if that wasn't a. Thing if that though. wasn't a thing, I'd I'd just go go to Canada, put a heater in the van, and go. Yeah. See, I think Canada is almost too, too easy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'd love to go. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think it looks like an amazing place, but. Is it too much in your comfort zone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Part of why. We love Asia so much. It's because, you know, typically they don't speak the same language. Mm-hmm. So getting a, doing everything's a bit more of a challenge mm-hmm. because. Yeah. Well, you be like, you're sure but I wouldn't take the van to Asia. But I'd love to try doing the whole drive through Eastern Europe and maybe mm-hmm. dip into Asia, like Kazakhstan and Turkey and all that. Yeah, yeah. I'd just want like a grand adventure. Yeah. Rather than just, you know, the. Not the less trodden path, the opposite of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah You'd yeah, rather yeah. take the less trodden yeah. path, van life less trodden yeah. path. I'd love yeah. to try and do something which, well, I think it's very difficult to find something that hasn't been done now, but mm-hmm. something that's not done as much. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. We'll do that then. Well, we're going to do both of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. And the last one, unless you have any anything else you want to throw how, at them. How about um, just. Our last podcast um, with Miguel, we asked him that bucket list question, and he said he has a bucket list which he associates with like places to go. Mm. He has an experience list oh, of nice. grand experiences. So how about like something you'd like to experience, a grand experience? experience. You know, like is there something that you'd love to? I mean, for two people that have probably done, you know, you've done the skydives, the, bu- the bungee jump, you've lived in a car, you've yeah. like, mm. is there an experience you're after? you haven't done yet now you mentioned that i feel like there's an it's, it's kind of like going in the opposite direction as what you would think but i would love to just take I don't know, a month and hunker down lose all technology all modern civilization and modern way of life experience that well for however long a month or whatever True living mm. off the land like every day is your every day is you're there just to survive you're not you haven't there's no technology no internet because I think we're so bombarded with everything at the moment I'd love to take a moment yeah. like when I went to I found a cave the other day didn't I and I thought that was just amazing and you could just live in a cave and you know problems of the world cave life is the next van life yeah the problems of the world That's don't the exist because you've got your own your own well, I don't want to say survival but you, you know mm. everything else is just reduced mm-hmm. to what you're doing yeah it doesn't matter what the world's doing you become your mm-hmm. authentic yeah. self yeah no one else because yeah, no one else would be able to tell you who and what you well, you know, it could be like a cabin on a mountain in a snowstorm or something mm. but 
something like I mean, there's obviously loads of things I'd love to go on a helicopter and ride and all that mm-hmm. cool stuff. But that's one thing I think I would love to do to challenge myself and see what happens. Yeah, that's really cool. I Definitely. Think mine is a bit more straightforward because I have uh, the only thing that I've like we've done we've done bungee and skydive. I worked at bungee dump place, so I've. I don't like bungee jumping, to be honest. But I've done it. It wasn't enjoyable for me, but I would like to swim with orcas, maybe. Yeah, that, that would be that's cool. That would be, uh, that's really cool. Or just or just be swimming and come across them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I we, we we were swimming with whale sharks before, and we found because with whale sharks, there's a lot of companies who are exploiting them by feeding them, which you're not supposed to do because it really messes up how they migrate. And stuff, and it's just awful. Um, you're not supposed to get very close to them, but we actually found a company that we could would take us to swim with whale sharks, and it's just completely natural. And they actually flew a helicopter, and they and they could see where the whale sharks were, and then we went out on the boat, and then we just jumped in the water. Drop and you, just, they drop you off. So yeah, they the just drop you off swims. on the boat, and then you just swim with the whale shark as wow. fast as you can. Because in the Philippines, they, they entice it into a yeah. lagoon and they trap it there. Yeah, it's so, terrible. But and it's shallow, so it, they can't swim very yeah, well. It was like an eco thing. And I love that so much. And that was a challenge for me because before then, I was really good at swimming. Well, not like amazing, but like I could swim really confidently. But putting, my, but putting the, the snorkel thing in my mouth really was hard for me to like get out of my claustrophobic kind of having something yeah. like that. So if I could do that, that would be my... Uh, we made that one happen. Yeah, definitely. I think you should make both happen. I think you should, yeah. I think, I think the month of the world. Yeah. You yeah. really get to know like, who you really are. I think yeah. you'd have stuff come up from, you know. Yeah. Definitely. And then you come out the other side a really different person. Yeah. So did you ever watch Into the Wild? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably yeah. like the most inspiring film when I was younger, which actually like tumble rolled into all of these experiences now that mm. of travel. That's the one, that's probably the turning point I had watching oh, that wow. film. The way he lived, yeah. even though sadly, you know, he died yeah, in the he end. Didn't work but out for before him. that, yeah, that sense of adventure, that yeah. sense of like, oh, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. Step off the path and just Go follow, yeah. follow the heart, the gut, the. That's it. So yeah. All right, last one then. What mantra do you go by? Oh, I don't really have a specific thing, do I? No, I don't know. Mine is like, who cares what they think, kind of thing. Nice. And just do, mm. just be you, like you saying. Oh, I do actually have one. And I only remember because I had it tattooed onto my arm. <laughs> this is why I get things. This is, this is, that's why I got it tattooed onto my arm. And it says, it's spelt wrong, but I changed it. It says, breathe it all in, love it all out. Nice. Really yeah. like that. But they they put breath it all in, but they put an e on the end. Oh, at least it wasn't so like a around. really yeah. small e. Now. You didn't have to get rid of the e. Yeah. Mm. So just breathe like, and I kind of I heard it, and I can't even remember where I heard it, but it was like breathe, just whatever in, and just make sure whatever's coming out is a good thing. Yeah. It kind of made sense to me. I mean, if it makes sense to you, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Do you guys have one? Do we have a mantra? I mean, I mean I've got mantras. a uh, one on my wrist as well, which is fall down seven times, stand up eight. So every time you fall nice. down, no matter how many times you fall down, you always got your back. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. I think like breathe and believe. Breathe and believe. I think like is it, I think breathing is like no matter what happens, just breathe. Because mm. if it, 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 after it, after you've taken a breath in, you're like, oh okay. You know, oh, this is that's all that's happening. I can yeah. still breathe. Like, yeah. and I think believe is just. I think that it's the most important thing in in life is to believe. Because if you don't believe, then it's not going to happen. Mm, that's, that's the really first true. and foremost. And I think even if you don't feel like you really, if you in inside you, and you know, when you think of something like a goal or something that you'd love to achieve or a place you'd like to go, if you picture yourself there, even if it inside you you can't quite get it I think then that's when you just have to pretend to yourself like no it's going to happen it's going to happen it's going to happen yeah. and I think eventually like you just convince yourself that it will happen that it does happen yeah I think that's the thing like just believe like believe 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 to achieve yeah fake it to make it 
Exactly. Yeah. Make yeah. it till you make it. And just you tell me that all the time, yeah. don't you? I'm like, but I don't truth. know how to do this, and Jake's like, just pretend just, you know how to do it. You do what you love, and most yeah, people are, it, even when they appear to be the expert and knowing what exactly what they're doing. Chances yeah. are they don't feel that way, mm. and they're just pretending. Yeah, they, they just believe like, <sighs> okay, if I believe enough, it's gonna, it's working. Hundred percent. And everyone else is in the exact same boat. So you look around at your peers, and they're all doing the exact same thing you are. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they might have it together. But really, they're the same. They're just oh, yeah. they're thinking, oh, what have I got to do? Yeah, yeah. How do I do yeah. it? So, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like people message me on Instagram, and they're like, oh my god, you're living the dream life. You're making money on social media, mm-hmm. and I'm like, don't think that most don't think that because I'm teaching children how to speak English, and you mm-hmm. you can't just look at someone and think they're wow, look at that person. Mm-hmm. They are living my dream life. Like aspects of that person's life, they're just, they're just not. Like you can't you can't just look at social media and, and say and say wow because yeah. there's so much more going on isn't there yeah. like and they're just pretend like they're just pretend they're just faking it till but yeah. they're not quite making it yet but they're faking it <laughs> don't uh, don't concern yourself with the opinions of others there's an old philosopher I can't remember who it is he says a lion doesn't concern himself with the something of a sheep oh I've ruined it now what is it I come in basically, you know. Ruin the quote for everyone. Be the lion and don't worry about the sheep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. The lion doesn't concern him. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, be the lion. It was a great quote. I like your version yeah. of it. Be the lion. Yeah. Be the lion. Be the sheep. <laughs> Long haired mane. That's what you're going for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's the look Jake's going for. It's a style icon. A lion doesn't <laughs> concern himself with the opinion of a sheep, something like that. Yeah, that's cool. And that's like, that's, you know, written in the 1500s or even yeah. before. Yeah. That's a good mantra. Cool. Awesome. Let's scrap it off. Scrap it off. Thank you for just, you know. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being our first family friends. It's a new experience. We truly seek out discomfort, you know. Yeah. It was lovely actually to experience that. You have been listening to the Less Trodden Path podcast with Laura and Benedict. Make sure you subscribe to us on whichever platform it is you're using. If you would like to feature on the Less Trodden Path podcast, then head over to our website, thelesstroddenpath.com. Thank you for listening. The Less Trodden Path podcast is sponsored by imakesounds.com, music for content creators. If you're looking for royalty-free music to feature on your own podcast, blogs, YouTube videos and more, then head over to imakesounds.com.